Gregorian chant, the soul of sacred music, and the body of the music you'll hear on our program, Sacred Soundings, music to deepen your faith beyond measure. I'm Al Romano, your host for Sacred Soundings, on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AMA 20, and streaming live on stgabrielradio.com. One of the hardest things to do in this life is forgive people who have offended us or harmed us in some way. On the other hand, we find it all too easy to forgive ourselves, to rationalize our faults and dream up excuses for less-than-appropriate behaviors. Each time someone wrongs us, we have a choice, revenge or kindness. Choosing kindness is what changes the world for the better. But it goes against our sinful human nature to renounce vengeance and to leave our malefactors unpunished. Anger is a powerful emotion, and even saints can be tempted by a desire for revenge. Saints prevail simply because they try harder to use the help God provides to overcome vindictive feelings. Clearly, kindness, not retaliation, is what is expected of us. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Time and again, Christ tells us to love our enemies and to forgive those who wrong us. And his parable of the unforgiving servant reminds us that if we insist on strict justice in the cases of those who have sinned against us, we will also be held fully liable for our own greater offenses. And how many times have we prayed, Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us? The greatest act of forgiveness on earth, of course, was Christ's forgiveness of the men who tortured and nailed him to the cross. Actually, it was a double act of forgiveness, in two respects. It was both human and divine forgiveness. And Jesus not only forgave his murderers, but asked his Father to forgive them as well.
Heart of Love and Gospel of Mercy from the CD 800 Years of Gospel Mercy by the Dominican Sisters of St. Cecilia Congregation in Nashville. In his book, Saintly Solutions to Life's Common Problems, Father Joseph Esper inspires us with stories about how various saints responded to people who had wronged them in some way. St. Ignatius of Loyola once logged a hundred miles in harsh winter weather to nurse a man who had fallen ill a man who, only a few weeks earlier, had stolen Ignatius's meager savings. During the persecution of the church by Queen Elizabeth I of England, the priest and martyr St. Edmund Campion was betrayed and arrested. While in prison, he was visited by the man who had betrayed him. Edmund not only forgave his betrayers, but urged him to leave England, where he might be in danger himself, and gave him a letter of safe conduct to a Catholic nobleman. One night two thieves stole a pair of oxen belonging to the hermit St. Philip of Zell. But in trying to escape, they got lost in the woods, and at sunrise, to their great dismay, they found themselves back in front of Philip's hermitage. The saint emerged, knowing what had happened, and the confused and frightened thieves begged his forgiveness. Philip forgave the two and let them go, but only after inviting them into his hermitage and feeding them. A more dramatic conversion of heart and act of mercy involved St. John Gualberto, born in Italy in the late 10th century and somewhat vain and venturesome in his youth. John's older brother, Hugh, was murdered by someone pretending to be a friend. John swore vengeance and one day encountered his unarmed enemy in a narrow passage that allowed no room for escape. Drawing his sword, John advanced but was surprised when the murderer fell to his knees and crossed his arms on his breast. The posture reminded John of how Christ forgave his enemies while on the cross. Profoundly moved, he put away his sword, embraced his enemy, and left him in peace. It's said that John then went to church to pray, and the image of Christ on the crucifix there miraculously bowed its head in recognition of John's sincere repentance and his act of forgiving his enemy. John soon after became a member of the Order of St. Benedict, and later the abbot of the Benedictine congregation he founded. Amen. 
Come Holy Spirit, from the album Early Music, Gregorian Chant, by Voces, and of the Father's Love Begotten, from the CD Jesu, Joy of Man's Desiring, by the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist. Health-conscious though we are as a nation nowadays, we rarely hear about the many health benefits we gain from forgiveness. Mayo Clinic assures us that letting go of grudges and bitterness can make way for improved health and peace of mind. The internationally renowned clinic says forgiveness can lead to healthier relationships, improved mental health, less anxiety, stress, and hostility, lower blood pressure, fewer symptoms of depression, a stronger immune system, improved heart health, and improved self-esteem.
Soul of My Savior, and Verbum Caro, The Word as Flesh, from the Adoration of Ephesus album by the Benedictines of Mary, Queen of Apostles. When you hear how extraordinarily forgiving the saints were toward those who wronged them, you might tend to think that you could never store up enough grace for that kind of forgiveness. But then, why not use your being wronged as a step toward sainthood? That means you're not as concerned about what your enemy's action has done to you as you are about what it's done to his or her own soul. So you pray for that individual's repentance and well-being. And here are two more ideas from Father Esper's saintly solutions to common problems, which, if you take them to heart and ponder them from time to time, could make you far more forgiving than you ever dreamed possible. First, because the saints were so honest in admitting their own sins, it became easy and natural for them to forgive the sins of others. So when you're offended, don't spontaneously throw the first stone. Think of your own sins, and let that rock fall from your hand. And frequently remind yourself that wanting or not wanting to forgive someone who has wronged you is beside the point. The truth is that you have an absolutely essential need to forgive your enemies. Why? Because Christ will reign only in a heart that seeks to be at peace. I'm Al Romano, your host for Sacred Soundings on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. Join us Sundays at 9.30 a.m. and 2.30 and 9 p.m. for more Sacred Soundings, music to deepen your faith beyond measure.